Hi, B4 Church. My name is David and I am the middle school pastor here. I want to welcome you to the weekly liturgy. Liturgy is simply a structured approach to worship, prayer, scripture reading, and reflection. Traditionally, the week before Easter is called Holy Week. We will be celebrating Holy Week on this podcast with some special episodes. Today on the podcast, we honor Good Friday, the day that Jesus died. We will also have special episodes dropping on Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday. The readings from these special episodes will be taken from the Lent devotional that we have been going through as a church. We hope these liturgies will help you center your heart on the goodness of the gospel during this Easter season. Today is a holy day. Today we honor the death of Jesus. Let's enter into God's presence with gratitude. As the music plays, close your eyes, visualize being in a room with Jesus. How would you respond to him? What would you say to him? Imagine looking into his eyes. Rest in his love and presence as you allow the words of the song to usher you into focused time with him. Lord, give us your eyes to see. Thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save that Thou art, Thou my best by day or by night, waking sleeping thy presence my light in your presence oh find no peace for no rest in you be thou my wisdom Thou my true love, I ever with Thee, and Thou with me, Lord. Thou my great Father, I Thy true Son. Thou in me dwell.
Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 22. We will be reading from the NIV. Jesus quoted the first line of this psalm from the cross. There are multiple places in the psalm where what the psalmist wrote hundreds of years earlier perfectly matched up with what Jesus experienced. Because of this, we're going to do something unique for this reading. As I read the passage, I will pause a few times and briefly comment on how certain parts of the psalm point us to the death of Jesus. As I read this passage, consider why Jesus quoted this psalm from the cross. What was Jesus trying to say? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from my cries of anguish. My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you, our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you, they cried out and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. Uh, let's take a pause here. In Matthew and Mark's depiction of the crucifixion, we read of people who passed by and hurled insults at Jesus. Let's continue our reading in verse eight. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. This was also said about Jesus as he hung on the cross. In Matthew 27, Verse 43, the religious leaders mocked Jesus saying, he trusts in God. Let God rescue him if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. Let's continue on with our reading in verse nine. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you even at my mother's breast. From birth, I was cast on you. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls from Bashan encircle me. Roaring lions that tear their prey open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water. Remember the night before Jesus taught his disciples the new covenant of Passover, what we call communion. He said of his blood that it is poured out 
for many for the forgiveness of sins. And we continue on with the reading with, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. While on the cross, Jesus declared, I thirst. John 19, 28 says, Later, knowing everything had now been had been finished, and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. Psalm 22 continues with, You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surrounded me. A pack of villains encircles me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Jesus' hands and feet were pierced in order to be nailed to the cross. The interesting, thing, the interesting thing about this is that this form of death that Jesus endured was in, not in use when this psalm was originally written. Verse 17 says, All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. This sadistic method of Roman execution, naked and shamed, one hangs on the cross waiting to die while others pass by, see and mock. Verse 18, they divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. All four of the gospels point out that Jesus' garments were divided up among the soldiers by casting lots. Verse 19, but you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to, to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. This is significant because it recalls the story of Daniel in our minds. You see, Daniel in the Old Testament was unjustly punished and placed in a makeshift grave with lions and was rescued by God and brought back from this grave. Likewise, Jesus was raised up by God. Death does not have the final say. Resurrection is just around the corner. Verse 22, I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will, be, will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. These phrases are echoes of the promise God made to Abraham, that through him all nations of the earth would be blessed. Verse 29 says, All the rich of the earth will feast and worship, all who go down to the dust will kneel before him, those who cannot keep themselves alive. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. Or in the words of Jesus, it is finished.
Let's spend a moment pondering this psalm. What do you learn about Jesus from this passage? How does this passage speak to you on this Good Friday? Let's spend some time in prayer together. Today, we will just have one prayer prompt. Imagine again that you are sitting in a room with Jesus. Spend a few moments just thanking Jesus for coming to earth and for dying on your behalf. Ask him if there's anything he wants to say to you. Then just listen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for this special edition of the Weekly Liturgy Podcast. If you know someone who would be encouraged by today's episode, please feel free to share it with them. Also, make sure you are subscribed to the B4 Church Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, so you never miss an episode. We hope to see you tomorrow for another special edition of our Weekly Liturgy.